What's up, bosses? It's your favorite mindset and lifestyle mentor, Coach Bonds, here to help you boss up and level up in every area of your life, health, wealth, and most of all, mindset. I went from an out-of-shape, overstressed server, struggling single mom to CEO of my own coaching business, making five figures a month. And if I can boss up and change my life, you can too. And I'm here to show you how on today's episode of Boss Life with Bonds. Guys, what is up? It is so good to be here. This has been a long time coming. And those of you that have followed me for any amount of time, you know I've been talking about this. It's been in the works for a while. And I just want to be able to give as much value to as many people as possible. Um, I know not everybody follows me on Facebook or on Instagram or not everybody knows my story. And so being able to share my experiences, my growth, the lessons that I've learned, um, I feel like this is the best way to do it. And I'm super excited to have this opportunity. So guys, a little bit about me, who I am, for those of you that are just tuning in, as you heard in the introduction, um, was a single mom, still a single mom, uh, struggling for years to take care of my kids on my own, trying to do the whole work school thing. You know the story. It's not uncommon to many women. The difference is I always knew that I was supposed to do more than just struggle. And a lot of women know that. But what happens to moms is we get stuck in living for everybody else and we put our dreams on the back burner. And I'm not going to lie, like I, one of the things as someone that became a mom at 14 years old against her will, I wanted to make sure that my kids never thought I resented them or that they ever held me back from anything. I went to high school. I didn't graduate, but that's a topic for another podcast, but I never wanted my children to feel like they held me back from anything. So I went to to high school. I, I went to college. I, I worked hard. I did all of the things. I, I made sure that I made time for myself and didn't get probably too much time for myself, especially as a teen mom. But the point is like, I don't want my kids growing up feeling like they kept me from doing anything. So I did all of the things and <laughs> ended up getting burnt out. Uh, more specifically, I, when I was in my early 20s, I decided that I didn't want to do nursing school because I was going to be the safe route. I was like, I'll do this. I'll get a degree and it'll be great, you know, a stable career. But deep in my heart, I remember walking out of the nursing orientation, nursing school. I had made it, you know, into a program where they're only accepting 24 in this new beta program at UCF, Orlando. And I walked out. Cause it didn't resonate with me. I was like, this, this ain't what I want to do. Like I want to help people, but this ain't it. So then I started, you know, praying and trying to figure out what God wanted for me to do. And I was very involved at church at the time. So it seemed like, Hey, let's go, let's go be a minister. Everybody's a minister. You love to talk. You love to teach. People love listening to you. Everybody likes you. Just, you know, that seemed like what my gifts and what my passions, it, it, everything pointed to ministry. So I did that. I got my degree online through Southwestern Assemblies of God University, an amazing, amazing campus, amazing college. And afterwards, I was kind of rudely awakened by the fact that getting a job, one that can pay your bills, especially if you are a mother of two, as a pastor, it's a slim chance, you know, slim to none, if you will. And... um 
the year after I graduated was the roughest year of my life. One day in another podcast, I'll get, you know, more into that. But long story short, I got burnt out because I had been serving literally in restaurants my whole life, working overnight, sleeping three hours a day to get that degree. I'd been serving in the church as a committed youth leader, winning awards every single year for my faithful and uh, sacrificial service to the ministry. And when I graduated, you know, just like many other people that get their degree in, in, in fields that you're passionate about, you realize it doesn't pay and nobody wants to hire you. And so that combined with years of sleepless nights thinking, you know, religion tells you, you know, you do this and, and, and God will reward you. You know, like I had this whole plan, like I'm going to graduate and then I'm going to go work at a big church, like my pastor and I'm, everything's going to be great. And that was, it, everything was not great guys. It was terrible. Started to like get mad at God. I was like, I'm in debt, student loan debt for this freaking degree that nobody wants to take. Nobody cares about your degree and, and leadership and, and ministry and, and counseling. Like, who freaking cares, right? So that was a rude awakening. <laughs> Coupled that with the political scene of that time with Black Lives Matter happening and, and my church not really being at the time, like, with it. Um, it was just, it was a it was a recipe for disaster. Disaster. So... It was a long journey. Like I, I fell into depression. I cut myself off from the church because I was mad at God and mad at everybody that life didn't go as planned. And there's a lot more to the story, which you guys will hear in later podcasts. But at the end of the day, I just I was over it. I was over it. I had killed myself for something thinking that this was going to be able to take care of me and my kids. I was frustrated with God because like, where's my man? Why am I? Why am I? Why am I working so hard? You know? There's all kinds of girls out here that don't have degrees, can't cook, um, you know, aren't as smart as me. And you just you just wifing them up left and right. And here I am, you know, crying alone in my closet, unable to pay the bills most months. And and, and for what? <laughs> so I just I, I kind of said, fuck it. I'm, I'm going to I'm going to just, you know, I'm going to walk away from, you know, that whole life and, and I'm going to, I'm going to just get comfortable being a, a waitress and, uh, you know, making, making my money and I'm, I'm going to just worry about my money, right? Like everybody says, just worry about my money. That's not me though. You know, <laughs> it's not who I was, but that's how I tried to be to deal with the pain. And I don't know if you guys know this, but if you don't deal with stuff, you're not going to heal. So I spent several years not dealing with the death of a dream, not dealing with that pain and just blocking everybody out, avoiding people that wanted to check on me, avoiding people that cared about me, avoiding students who I had helped mentor from a young age to adulthood who are now out in the real world and didn't have their mama bonds there to help them because I had shut down. And forget other people's children, my own children didn't have me there. I had shut down. When I say shut down, I mean shut down. Like I only came out of the room to go to work. Also, I was um, trying to prove that I could do more than waitressing. So I got this sales job, dear God, <laughs> selling timeshares. And um, that went miserably. So that just added to my feelings of being a failure. So I shut down and uh, it was the worst feeling ever for years. I just was drinking as much as I could. And then I found out my youngest son had ADHD and was going to get left behind. And I can let my kid get held back. He's, wait till you guys see my kids. They're huge. 
So I took it upon myself to homeschool a kid with ADHD while I was working two jobs. <laughs> Dear God. And that just, that, that pushed me deeper and deeper into my, what the fuck is my life? <laughs> you know, pity party. Like I look back, it, it was a pity party. I wasn't mentally strong enough to handle that. It, it was a lot, but like I was in no state to deal with that sort of stuff. So it's a pretty miserable time. And that brings me to how we got to where we are today. It wasn't like a one defining moment, you know? It wasn't like, oh, God opened the heavens and all of a sudden my depression went away and I picked myself up. It, it wasn't. It wasn't like, I, I wish I could recall what it was, but I just, I remember thinking, I can't go on like this. I know there's something more for me. Like, I know I didn't go to school for that degree. I may not be a pastor, but good grief, like, I know that I'm meant to speak to people, speak into people's lives. The hell, you know? Um, I, I may not be, I don't even know, God, but this ain't it. I can't be over here working at this call center, crying my my eyes out in between calls because I'm not making any sales. I, I can't be, oops, Snapchat. I can't be freaking, you know, busting my ass, waiting these tables, working 15-hour shifts, getting groped by drunk people and getting stiffed and never seeing my kids because I work from sunup to, like, that, I'm like, this, there's got to be more. And that's where it started, guys. If, if I could pinpoint one, one time, that's what it would be, is that I knew there had to be more. And even though my relationship or my faith with God was a little, it was, it was a little, it was suspect back then. Like I, I still believed in God, but I was like, I'm going to pretend like you don't exist. <laughs> so again, you can't deal with what, you can't heal what you don't deal with. So I don't, I want to deal with God. I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to figure out my life on my own. I'll talk to you when I figure it out or don't figure it out, whatever. Right. <laughs> but I knew that my life was meant for more. The deeper I got into despair, it was almost like, I realized it was going to get so dark and, and I was missing out on valuable time with my kids. And, and, and I was like, this isn't it. It doesn't end here. And I, and I can't even get out of bed. There, there's, there's events that I'm supposed to be going to that I can't even show up for. Cause I can't even hold myself together. You know, I'm breaking down crying in the middle of my shift at work for no reason. And, uh, I was like, I, this isn't, this isn't it. This ain't it. This whole drinking 24-7, this having to be high to function. I'm not against weed. I'm not against alcohol. But to have to be intoxicated to function, that's aggressive, right? And I realized that. So I, I you know, I was like, let me, let, me, let me start with what I can do. I got a gym membership. I, I ghosted two trainers at this gym. Hopefully they don't work there anymore. Let, let, let's try this again, right? So I go to the gym. And boss bitch Brenda, that's what we're going to call her, sees me coming in and out the gym after a while. She finally is like, hey, you got a trainer? What are you doing? What are you doing in here? You working with someone? And I'm like, here we go again. But she she wouldn't let me say no, but she didn't also pressure me. She had the right amount of tough love and genuine concern, even though I'm pretty sure at the time her concern was, you know, getting another client. But like when you're a good coach, the two go hand in hand. You're concerned for people and you also got to pay your bills because that's what you get paid to do. But she reached out to me and the rest is history. Like me going from just let me get out of the house and exercise and do something besides get drunk and smoke all day, right? To, 
All right, I'm going to exercise one time a week with this coach. All right, I'm going to I'm going to up it to two times a week. All right, I'm going to I'm going to start working on my own and then from there it just continued to get so much greater. With every week that I would show up, I'd be in there. I I'd be making it through sessions, sometimes hungover, sometimes with tears down my face because I just knew I'm like I just have to reach this goal. Like it's not even about the weight anymore. It's about proving to myself that I can do something again. Because for years, I didn't feel like I could. For years, I had given up on myself. For years, I didn't know what to do and where to go. But for once, I finally found something that, that I could attain. I knew if I worked hard enough that I could reach this goal. I knew that with her help, because she was so knowledgeable and she cared about me and she believed in me when I didn't believe in myself anymore. And I knew in that moment that this lady could help me that this could, I didn't know what it was going to look like, but I, I had faith in her and faith in her process. And sure enough, as the pound started coming off, the confidence, and I mean confidence, I was never as confident as I was then. The confidence showed up. And once that confidence is there, once, once that's there, like the, like the freaking, the ship had sailed, I was back to unstoppable Bonnie and you couldn't tell me shit. I went from being like, it was all, everything started to fall into place for me. And, and guys, that's something that happens when you start to show up for yourself. It's like the heavens and God or the universe, whatever you believe in the Easter bunny. They're like, oh, oh, she's ready now. Remember that husband? I said that I couldn't, you know, where's he at? There was no way I was ready for a husband then. And they knew that. That job as a pastor, as, as smart as I was and the passion I had, I was not mentally tough enough to pastor a congregation. They knew that. But it was like once I finally showed up for myself and was consistent, it was like doors opened. I remember March 2018, that's when I was working at Universal at the time and I got awarded Employee of the Month and I had been like, busting my ass at that place for years. I opened the restaurant I was at. Nobody cared. But in March 2018, spring, you know, new season. It wasn't a new year, January new year for me. No, it was it was March when when my life took a huge turn. That stupid employee of the month award with my little stupid name, a little stupid parking spot. I got some little stupid dollars to spend in the park on my kids. That's all it took. Because remember, I, I have a coach now who believes in me. So she she's gassing me up two, three, four times a week. I've got my job and all of my coworkers and people looking up to me like, yeah, girl, you're 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 beaming, you're glowing, you are an influence to us. Of course, you you're working hard, yeah, girl. So now I've got all of these wins, and I think that a lot of you, when you're in the place in life where you were, were where I was, you're stuck because you haven't seen a win in God knows how long. You know, you get in these relationships with these terrible ass people and you break up, it doesn't work out and you're stuck thinking that, you know, what could you have done to make them stay or what's wrong with you? Why won't they love me? You know, you're at a job that you hate every day. A piece of your soul is dying. That's not a win. Sometimes you just need a win to get the ball rolling. And, and my coach gave me that win. And because of that win, I started to show up for myself better at work, more confident. Yeah, I was busting ass before, but I was also a negative Nancy busting ass. Now I'm busting ass. And I'm like, you know what? Even if I don't make the most money here, my friend, she needs a table. Can you make sure that she gets sat here? I'm like, I was just helping out and just being myself again, being a hard worker because that's who I am. 
I started to be myself again and, and the universe and God responded and the door started opening. So after that little silly reward, like at, 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 at Universal, my brain started turning again. I'm like, all right, all right, you know, what, what's next? Okay. Like, yay, I, I, I've conquered this. I usually give myself three years at a job before I get bored anyway. So I was in my, about my, um, it's going on like three or four years. So they were lucky. And so I was getting bored. I won an award. I'm like, all right, um, what's next in life? Bond's like, what can you do? Because I had decided, I woke up from my slumber. I was like, I'm not settling for this life. It sounded cute at first, especially at Universal. Servers there make bank, if you know what you're doing. And so I was perfectly fine to stay there because servers at Universal get benefits, number one. You get uh, crazy, like, exclusive perks. Like, it's a, it's a good company. Disney and Universal, if you're a waitress or a server, please don't move down here because it's so busy. But if you are here, that's where you work. So, um I decided that even though I could make good money, support my family, go on vacation with my PTO, stay at the resorts, have fun at the park and live a pretty, pretty content life. I was like, nope, I'm made for more. And I remembered that shit. So I got on it. So it was like I I started looking, I started searching because if you seek things, you'll find it. If you seek negativity, you'll find it. If you seek goodness, wisdom, opportunity, You'll also find it. And I was determined to get out of that job. I was determined to get out of that situation. I didn't know how, but I knew I wanted to help people. And I knew I liked to speak. And I knew that I wanted to be an author and write books and, and have my, my thoughts heard. But I didn't know how to go about that. So I just continued to research. I continued to listen to motivating people like the Brendan show. Oh, my gosh, he's amazing. Listen to him. I binged his podcast. And I, I can thank him for me getting my shit together. I, I remembered John Maxwell, whose books I read during my bachelor's in, in ministerial leadership for my, for my for my degree. And I was like... I was so ready to sign up and, and become a coach with John Maxwell, except that he wanted, you know, an amount of money that I wouldn't see in, you know, until now. And I was like, dang, man, he's great, but I can't afford him. So what, what do I do? What do I do? And I was like, I could, I can, I want a life coach, but I don't really know if you have to go to school. How does that work? I just kept looking, like the ball went from helping people, talking, speaking, writing. And then eventually I stumbled across the idea of becoming a coach. Now, I definitely didn't want to start off like personal training was not where I began. You know, I'm still in just learning to lose weight with my own coach. But I did want to help people out of the pit the same way that I was in a pit. And the first thing that made the most sense to me was a health coach. And I found a pretty awesome program. And it cost a lot of a pretty awesome chunk of money. But I decided that I was going to take a chance again. Mind you, before I was like done, burnt out, no hope. But I decided to have hope again. I was like, this this thing cost like five thousand dollars. I think he said it was. And I was like, I, I can, I can do this. Two hundred dollars. Okay, I'll I, I can do two hundred dollars a month. And there were months where I could not do the two hundred dollars a month. And there were months where I was behind and ducking from them. But I was still learning and getting my certification, learning how to teach people how to deal with stress, learning how to teach people to live healthy lives, even if they're not in the gym. Teaching people how to read labels and understand nutrition. And from there, 
a good old big brother <laughs> on Facebook is like, hey, we noticed that you're into like health stuff and um, you want to become a certified personal trainer? How about it? How about it? And, um, you know, I was, I'm gym rat now, you know, like I went from being afraid and ashamed in the gym to gym rat. So I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll get a personal training certification because that can get me out of the service industry. You see how everything started to fall together when I, when I decided to make moves. That's another point, guys. If you're taking notes, people that make decisions are the happiest ones. Those are the ones that make moves and actually get stuff done. Even if it's scary, even if it costs a lot of money, even if it's uncomfortable, you will forever be unhappy if you don't make the decision to, to, to make moves. So I decided to make moves. I was like, all right, I'm becoming a health coach. And you know what? This program takes a little bit longer. In the meantime, let me become a, a personal trainer and get the hell out of the service industry. And guys, that's what I did. In March 2018, I was, what is that called? Come on now. <laughs> I was the employee of the month for CityWalk. And by March 2019, I was a certified personal trainer and health coach. And now I'm working, serving, but I'm also taking clients part-time and, and getting people, teach, leading the way, showing them what I had learned. And by March 2020, shout out to COVID! I had to take my business officially online out of the gym, which was fine because I was health coaching on the side anyways, but out of the gym and online completely, March 2010. We're going to talk about the details of what happened <laughs> during COVID and all of the mindset shifts that needed to take place for me to get to where I am now, but long story short. I continued to invest in myself during COVID when I didn't have the money, thousands of dollars into a business coach that would completely change my mindset because I thought I had come a long way, but boy, did I have work to do. I continued to invest in my personal development. I continued to do things that crushed my comfort and step out of my comfort zone. I committed to growing daily, to developing a morning routine, to developing systems, to organizing my life, to stepping up and getting my shit together. And in March 2018, I was a server at CityWalk getting recognized for the first time for hard work. In March 2019, I was a certified personal trainer. March 2020, I officially became an online coach. And in March 2021, I became a five-figure earner of her own business. So it's fitting that I got this podcast started March 21st or March 31st, I wanted to make sure that in line with my history of popping off in March that I did this and I didn't put it off any longer. I decided to sit here and make this first podcast for you guys. So if you can get any takeaways from this haphazard introduction of mine, it's that personality, personality, personal development is key. You got to crush your comfort. You got to get out of your comfort zone. You have to make decisions. And most of all, you have to grow. And growing hurts. That's why they call it growing pains. And I went through one hell of a growing pain process to get here. But if you want to level up in your life, the key to leveling up is daily growth. Without it, you're always going to be stuck in the same spot. So if you enjoyed today's podcast... <laughs> 
<laughs> Make sure that you hit the subscribe button. Leave me a comment or a review. Share this on Facebook and Instagram. Screenshot it. Tag me at Body by Bonds on Instagram. And let your friends know where the new podcast is at. You want some motivation. You want some inspiration, wisdom, knowledge, insight. And it's not going to be watered down. Tell them to tune in. And um, I just appreciate all of you for tuning in. And my dogs are here barking, so I'm going to go handle them. I hope you guys have the most amazing day of your beautiful life. And remember, level up with Coach Bonds.